it's the one where like the kids take over the soda shop and make it into a bar. Oh, this is the Living zoo crew. Trailer. Zoo crew. Yeah. Wasn't yeah. that Ben Vereen? Ben uh, That was Ben Vereen living in the trailer. Okay, yeah. so ben Vereen just happens to have a club, but he lives outside in a trailer. Okay, Good never movie. mind. I'm confusing two people. It wasn't Lou Gossett Jr. All right. Well, now they're double fisting. Oh, they got pizza again? What they're saying is, here, like, it's like, who made the, the next? He's got the thing, like, who's on the oh, next no. team? Yeah, and Brian's not on it. and But he got First starting guy, right? Yeah. So poor Brian. Poor Brian. Come on, pizza's getting cold, Black Magic. Um, he calls him Black Magic, and yeah, Gail calls him Pick, as in Piccolo. But oh, the true his true nickname. Uh, Brian Sayer's true nickname was the Kansas. Comet because he went to school in Kansas. I don't know. No, but that, I mean, like, I thought they really raw off the tongue. Hey, so Carl, like, what's up? Everything's Kansas. going. <laughs> Comet. Comet. Casey. Okay, so everything Casey. is great with the world, right? I mean, Brian, yeah. he's on the bench. And okay, Gail, Gail is taking the position, like, Brian is not starting. He's sitting there waiting for Gail to get out of the game. And then Brian gets to go in. But, oh, no! What happened? What in a sports movie, if you fall in slow motion, something fucked That's up not good. going down. Oh, now it's regular motion. I'm in pain. I'm in pain. <laughs> Damn it. Damn it, says Jack Warden. Now, this is real footage. This is Gail That's Sears. That's his wimpiest moment. God, can you imagine like having a movie about your life and you have to rewatch the moment you got fucking banged up? <laughs> That's right. Yeah. So now they're driving in the grass. Yeah, fuck it. No, it's a driveway. And not only is it a driveway, but it's the house of Bewitched. They're gonna walk into the television set of Bewitched, believe it or not. Right, because uh, uh what's what was her mom's name? Agatha? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Or maybe that was the daughter. What was the daughter? Tabitha. Yeah, yeah. Tabitha. Which, that, you no, know, Esmeralda. Was... That was her. Do you remember Tabitha had a late 70s spinoff show? Like she was an adult witch. I remember was, that, uh... that was a true thing, but I never. Yeah. You know who played Tabitha? It was Lisa Hartman from Entertainment Tonight. Interesting. From okay, Entertainment here is, Tonight. This bewitched set. They're at a television stage uh, set right now in Los Angeles. It's a little different, right? Different chairs, different TV set. Uh, no. Uh, well, maybe you're right. I don't know, but do you recognize it? Does muscle memory no. in your head go? That's Bewitched House. No, no. Like if you showed me Brady Bunch's house, I would know it. Uh, <laughs> no, this is. That would be so funny, Carl, just for a movie to have an interior of the Brady Bunch house and not call attention to it. <laughs> if you showed me, uh, like, Ricky and, and uh, Lucy's bedroom, I would know it. Sure. Family matters, too. I'm, I pretty much know that house by heart. Yeah. Or, now, this yeah. is a, like, I'm feeling sorry for myself scene. Like, I said I was okay! 
Now get out! But not that. Men and their feelings. Do you think this movie, like, the reason why it's such a pop phenom was that it was men and their feelings and love for each other and... Yes, but I, I think it also had to do with the popularity of football and the racial component and that it was apparently a quality film. You know, <laughs> this this thing, Nielsen ratings, it was 32.9. It had an audience share of 48%. Half the country that watched TV that night watched this. That's nuts. Now, it was the most watched made for TV movie ever, but not for a long time. Uh, the right. Night Stalker in 1970. Okay, somebody's in the basement. Who's that in the basement? What the fuck is this shit? Well, that knee ain't gonna fix itself. Go uh -huh. ahead, listen, guys. Pick Piccolo itself. Yeah, what the hell is that thing? What it is, which is a leg lift machine. What for? For? Well, uh, getting that knee back in shape is not going to be a take it easy proposition. So I set it up in the basement so you have to walk down the stairs. <laughs> I'm not afraid. Uh, I'm not afraid. Ouch. 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 Mike, don't Ouch. you dare, Mike. Don't you make a mistake. Ouch. 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 Okay, now. You see the towel in his hand. I am not afraid. I'm just tired of being bugged by reporters. Linda, you. Hey, you. You, know, you are a real charmer, Sarahs. I mean, an absolute saint. Look, maybe you think it's a real friendly thing hey, to do. Hey, you can stick that in your ditty bag, too, you that, dumb jackass. Ditty bag. Whoa. You dumb jackass. Now, the towel's going to dis... Yep, towel disappeared. Yep. He called him a what? Ditty bag? He said, put it in your ditty bag, you chicken... I don't know what he said. But listen, I, even though I've, this is my fifth time because were, we were going to do this yesterday. So I was like, all right, I'll watch it one more time if I've got the time. <laughs> Fuck, I said to see this goddamn film. And I didn't cry. But how's your chest hair, Carl? Like, did you grow chest hair every time you watch Brian's song? <laughs> if I could grow chest hair, I would. So, <laughs> so what's happening here is he's saying, look, I'm not helping you because – because you're my friend. I'm helping you because, like, it, when I was in high school, I was the greatest this and the greatest that. But unfortunately, there was a guy better than me. So even though he led the country and such and such, there was a guy, you know, he had to play second fiddle. Same thing happened when he went to college. Now he's in the pros and he's the greatest, greatest, greatest. But there's a, he's second fiddle again. So he's like, now he's the starter because Billy D. Williams is out. So he, what he wants to say is, I want you coming back. I don't want anybody saying that I got a lucky break. I want to beat you legitimately. So we're going to get your knee back in order so that nobody can say I'm not the greatest because of me. That's his that's, whole deal. That's a really nice thing to say to someone down on his luck, right? <laughs> I mean, that's that's actually a good speech. Yeah, and it it's it's uh the truth is, and you can see it through the film, he really is doing it because he loves this guy. He's a good yeah. friend. Now remember, in real life this was happening, not exactly like this. We don't know what the real life was, but we're talking about 21 and 22 years old here. Right. I mean, this wow, guy so died. He didn't get to live, you know, like you're born, now you're four, you're really not living yet, you're eight. Like, it isn't until your high school you can see what it's going to be like to have a life, right? 
He's graduating. He goes to college, and then he's dead. What a ripoff! Right. What you mean the the college admissions were like? We're not going to get money for junior and senior year. <laughs> Tuition money's gone. So what he's doing now is he's hearing Brian Piccolo do great <laughs> on the radio. So he's like, I've got to get better. Fuck this cane. So now he's yeah, he like, in the trash. Perfectly good cane. Perfectly good cane. If I saw a cane in the trash, I'd be like, what's the story? <laughs> Did somebody beat yeah, up somebody's all dead. <laughs> so now we see, oh, the- it isn't your Rocky montage or anything, but we do see like him tr- without music and c- fast cuts. Okay. We see him working hard to get back in shape. And we see Brian helping him. It, it's a big, I mean, he's playing professional football. So it's like get back in shape to play for, re, play professional football again. That's yeah, the, the stakes are high. It's not just like get back so that you can walk again. It's get back so that you can be the athlete you used to be. It, it's, it's asking a lot. Cut. I love James Kahn's hair throughout the decades. He yeah. always had the best hair. Look at that. I'd love to have hair like that. <laughs> What's so great about it? Just regular hair. No, he's got the curls, tight curls. It looks good. <laughs> okay. So this was so popular that they tried to release it theatrically, but it really didn't work. It it was a they thought this was such a hit on TV. Let's try it in the theaters, and it it didn't. That's interesting that it, because. <clears throat> If it shows on broadcast TV in the early 70s, there's a good chance you're never going to see it again until they yep. like, do a rerun of it. So, you know, it's definitely water cooler, school next day at school kind of conversation. Did you see Brian? Right. Song? And then it goes away. So a movie gives you a chance to see it in a limited window, you know. Uh, the production was such a success ABC, uh, on ABC that it was later shown in theaters by Columbia Pictures. Now, that explains our opening logo, right? That explains, yeah. Amazing. Okay, so it was released. Of course, the premiere was in Chicago. However, it was soon withdrawn due to lack of business, and also it was theatrically released in, in Europe. I don't have much data on that. Okay, yeah. so now we have the scene when it's like, I'm healthy again. They're like, first one to the hot dog stand buys the hot dogs now look there's trouble okay this is a famous scene them running in slow motion together you can see jimmy turn on the brian song song oh this is the brian song song this was a hit come on 70s this was a hit. Instrumental. It's an instrumental. Now look, what's happened? Things aren't good. I did Papa. Ew. Papa Kneebone. But wait. Ah. Burr, 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 burr. Now, all the times I've seen this film, it's not clear to me if he was pretending. It looks like he did really fuck up. Yeah, it did. It does. But I mean, this is the scene that declares like you're healthy again. So if he just fell, you know. 
Brian's song has no lyrics. It's an instrumental. Well, there are lyrics. There are lyrics. Let me go to the okay. song and tell you about it here. Okay, Bell Records released um, an album. There wasn't enough music to make a soundtrack because they just keep playing this song over and over again. <laughs> so they to justify a long-playing so soundtrack album, Legrand, Michael Legrand did this, uh, Release, recorded Brian's song, Themes and Variations, which included a oh. section of his um, other film projects. But they released a 45 called Brian's Song. Um, theme to Brian's Song called The Hands of Time, popular term in the 70s, um, become, it became a standard. It charted for eight weeks in 1972, number 56 on the Billboard Top 100. So that's not so okay. high. But for a TV, one-time TV a movie experience, that's pretty high. That's right. Won a Grammy Award for the Best Instrumental Composition. What, Variations? We had one song and we stretched it to an LP? Here's no, the 45. The 45. Oh, 45. Okay, you. Yeah. Hey, Coach Dangle. How's it hanging? Okay, now we're supposed to see the shadow of the boom mic, but I really think it's no big deal. Over James Kahn's head to the right, you'll see okay. a shadow. Of I do, a I see it. It's all the way at the way top. It, it, it's not even worthy of an internet mention in my... Okay, turn this on, turn this on. Okay. Let me like, do number one fullback. Hey, big... You like, and me starting back, what do you say? We're going to replace you as halfback. Keep it up, keep it up. Coach, I didn't think it was That's possible, but I think you finally found the way to shut him up. Look at him, tight. He's a good actor. He's a good actor. Did you ever follow his, twi uh, his Twitter account? <laughs> No, I James think he Kong died, a, right? He died. Uh, he died yeah, he in 2022. Yeah, pretty recently, 2022. His Twitter, his tweet account, he would always uh, end every tweet with the words "end of tweet." <laughs> like, like telegraph stop. Yeah. Now this is real footage. The thing is, it wasn't the TV broadcast. It was somebody with a 16 millimeter film on the sidelines, you know, because that was the day. Right, because usually, like, if you watch a movie, like, if Disney Plus did Brian's song now, they would use CGI, and, yep. you know, maybe they would get, you know, rent a space, but they wouldn't, this is really well done, I think. Well, because, maybe uh, what I should have done, instead of watching this film again, was say, okay, check out the 2001 Disney release. Yeah, but that's not your style, though. No, it's not. Watch the film. Okay, so yeah. now Brian Piccolo is in the peak of health. He's doing great all the time. He's he's excelling on stage, but he keeps losing weight. Why? There is no reason for it. He's eating. Uh -oh. Yeah, something's something's not right. It's so strange because we're halfway into this movie. So, yeah. like, I guess the third act is just him bedridden, or. <laughs> well, it's got its ups and downs. It's not just him bedridden, but 
you know. The thing is, in My real goodness. life, he had multiple surgeries. In this movie, it's like he had two. He had one which was supposed to fix him, and it didn't work, and he went in for a second one and died. But also, this is a he had testicular cancer, and it's extremely treatable, uh, just not back then. Right. Let me tell you about this cancer. The cancer began with the tumor near Piccolo's heart, taking root in embiotic tissue. You know, you have that since you're born. It's your embiotic, uh, it's a little sac you're in. It, it recurred in his pectoral muscles, giving him a form of breast cancer, and it involved a lung. Oh, water boy. Oh, yeah. Thank you, water boy. Thank you, water boy. Okay, so uh, Brian Piccolo had a metastasized verse of testicular cancer, not mentioned in the film for reasons of delicacy on prime TV. Testicle was a censored word. He underwent multiple extremely painful surgeries. He had a breast, you know, mastectomy, the removal of his chest wall, the removal of his Jesus. testicle, which is called orchiactomy, and other things is a bullet point here. Uh, the surgeon was too gung-ho, a lot of people feel, because his, his Brian's chances were virtually zero. The cancer at such an advanced state, there was nothing that could actually be done. They should have focused on his quality of life. Now, in yeah. 74, right? He just died in 70. In 70, 71, did he die? In 74, this doctor, Larry Einhorn, developed a regimen that had direct dramatic impact on this form of cancer. Today, this cancer, when caught at the right stage, is the most treatable cancer, and it beats leukemia in its treatableness. Uh, 70 cent per, 70 cent per chance, chance of survival he would have had. And if somebody's testicular cancer is not metastasized, it's 99% survival rate. So he got born wow. at the wrong time. Yeah. Hey, uh, bad news. Uh, what's that? You have something, something cancer. Oh, this damn TV movie. You tell me I have something, something. Yeah, right in your somethings. <laughs> Please tell me, where is the cancer? Uh, well, you it's know. somewhere. It's, uh, you got it in the somethings. It's around your zone. Now, guess what? Brian Piccolo, I mean, Gail is being told by Jack Warden that Brian Piccolo... He's getting cut. He's going down to the lower team, the whatever it's called, AAA or the whatever. Farm. He's the just not performing. Yeah, the farm team. So, But it's not because of cancer. It's just that he's a shitty player now. They don't know about cancer. He's just a shitty player. He's not. <laughs> he that? can kick our ass, okay? He's just not a hundred. You know, he's at 80% and the other guys are at 100 so. In football, I'm tackling. But in baseball, it's an out. <laughs> <laughs> My George Carlin. So I, he, does he make baseball seem wimpy compared to football the whole time? That's the trick to a George Cadence, uh, George Cadence, a George Carlin Cadence. You would say like, uh, in cricket, but in lacrosse, <laughs> All right, so let's listen. I don't, I don't need football. football That's not what he's saying. That is not what he's saying. I'm going to hold my breath until I get back on the team. 
being treated in a damn Chinese restaurant. He's not a doctor. Be this, be that. Didn't even give him a straight answer. He just tried. It's like a half hour left, so the last 20 minutes he's going to be having cancer? Why are you... Is it, uh, I let you run the film because you're so heavy on the mute button. I'm so liberal with the mute button. Yes, you're right. I, let the men speak! It's also pointless, Gail. I mean, I know perfectly well what's wrong with me. Uh-oh. Yeah, I, uh, I think I'm pregnant. That's <laughs> uh, your fat ass. People loved this film, man. They loved it. Yeah, oh no, this is like a big pop culture moment in America. The Chernobyl Stadium. Yeah, that's right. Now look, I didn't mean for you to leave the mute button on forever. I just mean be a little more liberal. Gail Sayers wanted to play himself, which would have been sucky. It would have been horrible. Uh, it would have been the first time. Big Lebowski. Yeah. They got bad news. Carl, I don't think you would know this, but there was a, a World War II movie about a true story about a guy who who sacrificed a lot. He, he survived, but he played himself in the movie. I think he got an Oscar. I, I God, I wish I had my movie trivia. Uh huh. Right at the tip a of your brain. More attuned, but uh, I remember that. So people have. I'm trying to think of movies where the actual person plays themselves. Uh yeah. Private um, parts. Right, private parts, but that doesn't really count. That's like a fake movie. It's it was a star vehicle for him. It wasn't right. uh, a retelling of a true story. I mean, it no, was, right. but it wasn't. Okay, so now oh, we're learning Brian has cancer. And uh -oh. he's not happy. He's not happy. It's something that Brian carried around inside him all his life. That's the embryonic fluid part. Um, I kicked it off. You don't know whether or not they, they got it in time. I'm afraid they don't know that either. Now, you know Gail is shy and bad at public speaking. So he's like, I'll tell the team. They're like, you, Gail? Who's going to tell him? Uh, I'm not going to tell him. You tell him. No. No. <laughs> I'm not going to tell him. Yeah, he's my boyfriend. You, Gail? That's not me. Hey, guys, I got some good news and I got some bad news. Listen up. Good All news right. is I'm well, over my public speaking fear. <laughs> the good news, I learned how to start an introductory uh <laughs> how to start a speech. The bad news. <laughs> I don't know how to finish. Uh, Brian's got cancer. Now, he's not just saying, like, guys, Brian's got cancer. But one of the things I didn't mention that's a big deal in this film is who gets the game ball. The best player every game gets the game ball. So he's like, we should award the game ball to Brian Piccolo, who's not even on our team anymore, but he was just yesterday, and he's got cancer, so let's give him the game ball. So the thing is, they give him the game ball and go on to lose the game. So Brian Piccolo's like, come on, man. You give a guy a game ball. He's supposed to win the game. Right, Brian, Brian we, we talked to the team and I talked about it, and 
And and you want me to play? No, we got you this ball. <laughs> right. It's to celebrate your cancer. We're bringing you a ball. To, to celebrate your testicular cancer, Carl. We're getting you a testicle. Here, here's the game testicle. You got me the game something something. It is 1971. Oh, he's giving a big speech. Yeah, go ahead. That is sick. Very sick. <laughs> and uh, it looks like. Uh... <laughs> this isn't what I when I cried. I cried. You might never play football. Like at the last yeah. like death scene. We don't see him dying, yeah. but. This is pretty brutal. I haven't seen this movie before. I know you've seen it five times, so I might be talking over the more sensitive moments. It's all right. I, maybe I saw it six because I saw it when it aired when I was a little kid. Right. But, but the thing is, maybe I was super young because, okay, 71, I was in East Orange, and I'm born in 66, so right. I was... Um, five? Yeah, maybe I was five so it makes sense i would cry over somebody dying like you go right. to watch it i remember the first time i ever saw a television show from the beginning to the end because as you know you didn't pick one and stream it it was just rolling sure you just turn I on tv what an experience i never knew what the fuck they were talking about on tv you know i would always be coming in in the middle as a little kid Right. I remember the first time I saw a complete story from start to finish. Okay, the internet says this says it's a Los Angeles hospital, but we're supposed to be in Chicago. But I don't see a sign. No. Someone here yell, go Bears. Oh, no, it has to be Chicago. You hear that? <laughs> here he's going, you win the game. You're supposed to win, win the game. game. Stop busting my something, Brian. No. <laughs> In this film, Bernie Casey is playing JC, JC Caroline, that guy right there. And, right. but as they're exiting the room, James Conn will go, thank you, thank you, Bernie. He'll, he'll give him, he'll give Bernie a slice of pizza. It'll call him Bernie. And they left it in. Bernie Casey, record-breaking hurdler. Huh. throw hurdles for Bowling Green State University, helped the 1959 football team win a small national college national championship, All-American recognition, U.S. Olympic trials in 1960, national honors, high hurdles, 58 so, through 60. All right, so I'm looking at his credits. Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure, Never Say Never Again, I'm going to get you, sucker, Revenge. Turn up the sound. Turn up the sound. All right, all right. Hang a sec. Hey, give me, give me a sec. Forget it, Mike. Don't turn up the sound. Duh. Duh. <laughs> you heard him. Did you hear him shuffle in his feet? Take Gail down and have him. You can mute it now. Sorry, Carl. I was looking at Bernie Casey because I knew him from something. And, well, uh, he was now the I know. ninth overall selection in the 1961 NFL draft. By I don't the 49ers, Sucker Free City. Yeah. Sucker Free City, I saw that. San Francisco. Now, the thing I Sucker know him Free. from is James Bond, the Never Say Never Again. Right, he was Felix, wasn't he? Right. The CIA agent? Yeah, who didn't help when Fatima was going to kill James Bond. 
Right. I finally saw Never Say Never. Never Say Never Again was there was a loophole with Thunder. One of the earlier Bonds, some guy had the copyright. Like they shared the copyright. It was the Broccoli oh. family and this other guy. So they took Thunderbolt, the, the, the underwater movie that Connery was in, and they just redid it. Mm-hmm. So I actually, I never, I never saw the original or the the unofficial remake. So I watched both recently. Okay, now the director does a good thing here, or the writer, and I haven't really told you about the writer yet. He's he's yeah. really for real. Um, so they're in the cancer ward, and this little girl was like, "I want Gail Sayers' autograph." So they came down to give him the autograph, and he goes, "Well, she's not with us here anymore." She's not with us anymore. And he's like, well, do you uh, have a forwarding address? And she's like, no, you don't get it. She is dead. So the direct uh, writer and director all, you know, clearly did that to show us the tragedy that's to come, Brian. Right. Well, that okay. little girl passes away. Yeah. William Blinn is the writer's name. And he was all about television. You know, Rawhide, Gunsmoke, The Rookies, here, you know, Shane. But with Aaron Spelling, he created Starsky and Hutch. That's pretty good. Look also, at this. Look he at was Sayer, his man. own producer. He made Eight is Enough and Fame. He wrote the movie Purple Rain. This guy was for real. Wow. Carl, I just learned something about Eight is Enough, something I didn't realize as a kid. Yeah. That hour-long TV show had a laugh track. Eight is Enough had a laugh track? Right. <laughs> it I don't did. Know that. It totally did. I was reading a book from 20 years ago and it said the only two hour long shows that had a laugh track, as per 2002, is enough and Love Boat. Love Boat sounds right. Okay, Love turn Boat. this up. Turn this up. Okay, give me a second. Because you don't need a great amount of wind or. So, what he's thinking side. about is what if I become a kicker? I could be a kicker well, and I could be in the game. I don't know, Ryan. I, I mean, I know expert on kickers and things. Yeah, Brian, like, don't you need to be out of the wheelchair? Come on, turn it up. Turn it up. Come on now. Don't make fun of me, Brian. I'm scared. What of? What of? What of? You can't be serious. You know perfectly well what of. No, I don't. I swear to God I don't, honey. Now look, I'm a, I'm no idiot, but this thing I got's bad, I know that. But, uh, well, it's just a detour, Joy. Oh boy. I'm not no, going to let right. it stop me. Yeah, okay. No, it's just not. There's no way. I just way. wanted to show you, this is real thing. He did not believe too much to do yet, Joy. He believed he was going to overcome this and be back to whatever. Maybe not football. Well, no, he wanted to try to become a kicker. Because you don't have to, you know, it's not it as physically. Pick it up, you dummy. Gail. Yeah. Mr. Piccolo, calm down. Yeah, Dan, calm Who's down. Sucking? The ball was wearing a white sheet. Did you hear that? Yeah, well, I was going to There's a lot of that. Started coming down. That's... What's going on with you? I tell you you're not liberal enough on the like mute button. So now you just leave the run. Well... Oh, he's huh? She won a game. <laughs> That's right. Oh, boy. You didn't dedicate this one to me, though, did you? Nope. Oh, now he's so he's better in now. 
Um, well, he's still in the hospital. He's going to have his surgeries and everything. He really hasn't had the surgery yet. Gotcha. And boy, are they going to chop him up. But like we said, in real life, it's much more uh, than they show in the film. In the film, there's two rounds. He has one operation that's supposed to save him. Then they find out there's still more cancer. You got to have a second operation. It's like that's when he realizes maybe I'm going to die. You know, he was trying to right. get over it. Like he fixed, uh, like he helped Gail fix his leg. This is what he was trying to do. I guess I should tell you about these wives as actresses. If you want to, they're not really in many scenes. I mean, I understand, you know, it's traumatic to his girlfriend, his wife. No, they 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 are you know they're in the stands. They're laughing over dinner. They're at the award ceremony. They're at the bedside. You know, she's there when he comes home with the hurt knee. Here she is, right here. It's it's they they called them in the middle of the night to come over. Okay, let me talk about her first. Joy sure, sure, Carl. I, I'll be right back. Ladies and gentlemen, I am going to kill Mike Spiegelman. Except for that cool logo on his. Okay. She was Mary Stone in the sitcom Donna Reed show. None of us ever saw that. But you might have seen her in Coach from 89 to 97. She was Christine Armstrong. She won two Emmy Award nominations. But also Shelley Fabris was the leading lady in Girl Happy, an Elvis Presley film. So... She is now saying that they didn't get all the cancer. They got to do another operation and somebody's got to tell Piccolo and she just can't bring herself to do it. Listen to Mike's wildlife in his backyard, my God. Okay, Judy Pace is the wom woman who plays Linda Sayers. Um, she, both of these women are still alive today. Um, Judy Pace was in a lot of black exploitation films. Uh, she played Vicki Fletcher on the TV series Peyton Place, which was way before our time. It ended in 69. And she was also in another popular show called The Young Lawyers, which ended in 71. Sure. Um, I've Judy seen more Pace Donna, I've seen more Donna Reed episodes than Coach. Really? Yeah. Donna Reed has that great theme song. They're cousins, right? Or no, I'm thinking Patty Duke. Fuck. <laughs> now, here comes some bureaucrat paperwork guy who's like, you have to sign your form, like, you know, because it's for the coming operation. But Brian Piccolo doesn't know. He goes, hasn't the doctor come to see you? No. Why would the doctor come to see me? Uh oh, awkward. Yup. So it was supposed to be the Doctor Billy has Dean here, hasn't he? He's talked to you, I mean. Oh, no, why? why? What oh, about? I'll step back a little later. Oh, no way. No, whoa, 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 buddy. You can't just drop a bomb. What would the doctor have to say to me? No, I'll let the doctor tell you. Well, you're something, somethings. You've got <laughs> something, something. There's a lump on your something. Listen, the good news is you get to keep one okay. ball. Bad news is the football. <laughs> yeah, the bad news is it's the game ball for the game we lost. To show. And we lost the game. 
There's more of a tumor than they thought, Dick. They have to operate There's two again. more! Oh, man. That sucks. If someone went through surgery, that's the worst thing to hear. Well, the thing is, he thought he was on the mend in recovery. He's made it through the surgery. Now he's got to focus on getting better. Now he finds that all his hope and everything... Forgive the music, it's TV. You can oh, see that's what right. soundtrack. Let's let's do Brian's song instead. <laughs> so memorable. Da, na, 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 na. I've heard I've heard this song a million times. Hey Brian, our Brian's song. That sounds like a like Sparks would do, like kind of a fourth wall. This is a song about a song. Professional gets into a habit after a while. He gets himself ready for a game mentally as well as physically. Because he knows those two things are all tied up together. Right. So why don't you come back after the operation? Because he's going to be fine. Starts, he's 100% mentally and physically. And what Brian is saying is that you're scheduling the game before he can get ready. Couldn't it wait until over the weekend? Yeah. After yeah. The game. Oh, yes, it could, man. Let it. Great. You're not getting your signature, buddy. First thing Monday morning, Mr. Piccolo. Okay. I'll see you then. My quick conversation over. <laughs> man. Bad news. Can't get a break. Bad News Bears. Bad News Bears. Oh, it is. He's the original Bad News Bear, Brian Piccolo. <laughs> right. What was the bad news? He died of cancer. Oh, that too bad he isn't alive. If I ever met him, I'd be like, I loved you in Bad News Bears. Bad News Bears? I wasn't in Bears. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, Brian's song. Should they rename Brian's song to Bad News Bear? <laughs> <laughs> Except bad he's news, not a bear, bear right now, is he? He's in the farm. No, no, he's not even a bear. Ex-bear. Okay, wait, I think I'm wrong. Brian Piccolo is 21 years old at the outset of the film's narrative. Okay, so he, that's five years. So he's like 26 right now, 25, 26. He's really young. Yeah. Yeah. Another bad thing is that a bad thing about this film, and maybe one of the few bad things, is he's doing Brian Piccolo in a southern accent. It gives him a little charm, his drawl. But right. Brian Piccolo is from Massachusetts, so I don't know where this comes from. Oh, you know, Massachusetts, they have that southern draw. They're yeah, like, right. Let's get hella wicked piss. <laughs> I guess they would say hella. <laughs> Why'd I throw it hella? Wicked pisser. Oh, that's a Northeastern. It's a wicked pizza. Okay, now this is the most heartwarming thing, and it's real. Like, they have recorded, you know, the recording of his speech. He really did this. I'm sure Billy D. Williams does it better. Okay, let's listen. I'd like to say a few words about a guy 
guy I a friend of mine. His name is Brian Piccolo. Pick. And he has a heart. Well, I can't play the piccolo, but I can play the flute. Would you like to see me play the flute? Yeah. I was going to kid himself. Yeah. I do. Cancel. Ah, Carl's leaving the room. (laughs) He has a mental attitude. Makes me proud to have a friend who spells out courage. Yep. 24 hours a day, every day of his life. All right, I'll play it when it's a pause. And don't make fun of me. me. I haven't played in a while. No, it's no problem. I have my recorder right here. But I say to you here now, Brian Piccolo is the man of courage who should receive the George S. Hallis Award. So his memoir just talks about Brian in a couple chapters. No, it's one chapter about Brian Piccolo. And I think the name is Behind God and Family. I think that's the name. Wow. What a book title. The chapter. I love Brian Piccolo. Isn't that nice? I'm just going to cry. I'd like all of you to love him, too. Maybe I cried during this scene. I'm not sure. And tonight, he was great in the main people. Gosh, I haven't played in so long. I'm probably Please gonna... ask God to love him. Okay. Awkward. This is the most awkward Dean Martin celebrity roast I've been to. <laughs> Nobody clapped. Right. Yay, I cancer. The original recording. Okay, here we go. Ready? I'm going to play. Yep. Hello, dial a joke. I'm asking. I don't know. Oh, my. <laughs> Whoa. Oh, I, uh, that's, you, I didn't realize you were a flutist. That's fucking like flutist. It, right. That's so cool. I'm a flutician. Carl, how many instruments do you play? Well, I whistle the trumpet, I whistle the tuba, I whistle uh-huh. the, the piccolo. So that was just you whistling, you didn't even bother to blow the flute. No, you heard me play, right? I know, that's what I heard. Wait, did they do a weird swipe? Well, they did a, you're on one side of the phone, I'm on the other side of the phone. Now, basically what uh, Joy is saying here, not Joy, she's saying, come quick. You oh, come boy. now, because he's not going to make it. There's Big Lebowski. Right. Looking terrible. Well, I mean, you would too. <laughs> if I was Big Lebowski? <laughs> now, why is man. Big Lebowski there? Uh, you know what? He just wants to let Brian know he's still not on the team. This is probably the scene where I cried. I think we're at the end now. And not exactly the end, but real close. And he's going to speak with... Privately speak with uh, Gail Sayers. (laughs) 
Brian, what's your Netflix password? Quick, tell me. <laughs> what's your Netflix? What's your Netflix? Quick, quick, before you say it. No, Brian, look at me. His focus. real last Netflix. words were, can you believe this shit? He was talking what? to his wife. That's his real last yeah. words. Can you wow. believe this shit? And he died. Are you sure it wasn't what's your Netflix password? It was not. There. They, this is actually pre-Netflix. Even the DVD in the mail. I'm trying, yeah. I heard there's this movie called Star Wars. It's pretty good. I can, do you think I'll... No. Mike, don't you dare click that by mistake. Get your hand off the mouse. What are you talking about, Carl? This is probably where I was crying as a five-year-old. Yeah, sure. Oh, no, Carl. Uh-oh. Oh, he was. You won't just, see him know. die. You won't see him die. He, very convincing. Yeah. Remember when you? Now I think this voice stuff is using his stage. chest cavity and wall. You know, it it doesn't. Like I myself talk through my head. Yeah, Most people talk through their chest, and if you're missing right. your chest, the way you saying that dumb fight song. Oh, he's talking about the mashed well, potatoes incident. Yeah. Brian's song. Play. Put mashed potatoes on your pants. Maybe this is I'm why gonna... it's called Brian's song. I think it might be. The fighting song. I'm going to get you next training, Ken. I'm going to get you. <laughs> Do you remember the time I put mashed potatoes on your seat and you sat down? That was hysterical. <laughs> oh, I could talk about that for days. Oh. Remember you trying to pretend you didn't sit in mashed potatoes, but you totally did? Yeah. Why didn't you give me a real potato? Because those were already mashed. <laughs> more mashed potato. Can we talk about something else? Can we talk about something else other than the mashed potato? Is it? But it was so funny. Right, Brian? 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 What would we go to hell for this? We might, right, Mike? And you know, yeah. Will be playing this. Well, we've been really respectful for this movie. We've been listening to most of these sentimental... Until it really movie. mattered. And then we'd laughed at him. Right. I'm just listening so I could make a bit out of this. Oh, no. Oh, no, he doesn't die on screen. Now this Jail. is the first interracial hug. Boy, this is terrifying. Brian. I love you, Brian. I love you. This might have been the crying moment. I feel it. Now remember, I know, like last year okay he's gonna live in real life i don't want to riff because i'm i want to see if i'm gonna cry or not 
Wow. Wow. That's the best Muppet impression I've heard. <laughs> that was a great Kermit. You've got the role. Uh, I'm here for the role of Beaker. All right, Brian let's Piccolo see what you do. died of cancer at the age of 26. What? He left a wife and three daughters. Six, yeah. Three daughters? He also left a great many he loving never friends. Him. It's a film. Yeah. didn't think of them often. But when they think of them, it's not how he died that they remember. Right. But rather how he lived. How he lived. How he did live. Well, he did live. There'd be no movie otherwise. His cry is gone. Yes. Wow, Michael is grand. It's yeah, it was a grand production. Uh, Carl, what you think of this movie? I enjoyed this film. I thought it was well done. I didn't like the racism, but come on, what are you going to do? That was the times. This was oh, time out in 1971. It was okay to say the N-word on TV, and they did. Right. Multiple yeah. times. Well, I guess we missed that, so good for us. But yeah, that's right. I, Heavy on the mute always, button is worth something valuable when they're saying the N-word. You know, like, I, when it comes to, here we go. Da -da -da. Ugh, creepy. That creepy screen gens S <laughs> at the end. Check out the S from Hell. That's Rodney Asher's short about the screen gems logo oh, at the end. Oh. Uh, and how it, it traumatized children. Speaking of traumatizing children, we had just watched Brian's song. I'd never seen it before. I thought it was pretty good. You know? Yeah. Before, uh, it seemed to uh, hit the punch. I like the fact that it's only 80 minutes. It launched the career of Billy D. Williams. It did not launch the career of Lou Gossett Jr. Right. It brought yeah. James Bond back to TV, and it had a hit song, which is ridiculous. A lot of men in our genera uh, generation was able to cry. You were allowed to cry. Our dads well, were allowed to cry. I was a boy, cry. not a man. I guess it, uh, I was still a boy then. But, you know, there's a whole generation of men who had permission For to cry. Right. So that's how I always know that film. It was pretty good. Thanks, Carl, for uh, recommending the movie. Uh, we have another movie set up for next week. Here's what we want you to do. Join us every week. You're here at the end of the show. Uh, hopefully you had a good time. Keep that going. Go from, subscribe to our podcast. Subscribe to us on YouTube. Be, uh, listen to mutinyradio.fm. They do live comedy shows in October. There's going to be their eighth annual Mutiny Radio oh. Comedy Festival. Yeah. Uh, in October. Right so we have, a, we have a movie all set up. I'm going to tell Carl once we get off the air what the movie is. But we'll let you know next week. So... Uh, keep reaching for the stars. Keep your feet on the ground and keep reaching for the stars. See you next week. Let's watch a full length movie on YouTube with Mike Spiegelman. Let's watch a full length movie on YouTube with Mike Spiegelman. It's been over one long year Watching movies bad, strange and weird Commandeer by Michael Hi, this is 
jokes to Carl. Uh, that's the French duh, not the Now let's watch a full-length movie on YouTube with Michael.
black plastic. Mutiny Radio. We're on Spotlight. Black History Month.
Feeling the sound of my voice this evening I can hear you tonight You wanna be healed Put one hand on your radio Put one hand on what you want healed Yo, yo lady Yo lady, reach though, put one hand on the radio Put one hand on old tired heart and kept humming and singing. Wait in the water. Wait in the water, children.
Jagger said, I can't get no satisfaction. Like you would try to diss with nerd, but I slay it down, lay it down next to the turn. 
please I start mobbing motherfuckers like a savage beast I'm taking my turn to make the mic burn And when I'm teaching class there's a lesson to be learned Now I battle bosses and tribes all life Never battle a lot of hate, they always battle for spite Coach jealous of me, the west side man The leader of the brothers and killer of the clan Well I don't give a shit cause my rhyme is legit Cold put you in the yard and tie you up with my pit Cause when she starts to fight, that's when I will ignite The views of the body take it to new heights I consider myself to be a part of the elite Suave and dominant because the rhyme is so sweet Bitcoin and confusion, magician of illusion You got a little problem, here's a solution The winner never quits and the quitter never wins So why you just gambling with dubs and fins? Remember what I say, it sticks like crazy glue I'm telling you now, I'm not afraid of you Don't come in my face, I tell your heart I'm part And like I told you before, what? I get locked after dark know Tom Smith, cause every time you hear my song, your hands clap, the chosen one, putting LA on the map, with no objection, I plead my case, tone low, full capacity, leaving out of space, the ace contender, will never surrender, when I rock a show, you always remember, remember the one and only, superior to many, me losing a battle, no, I can't remember any, although in the days, I may have lost one, who in the hell am I kidding, I ain't been out done, cause I'm the best, and I live out what, and if you want a dope song, I'll play it. It don't take much to make a crowd live Just a boozy, some George, and a little bit of slot I slip on stage and clear my hair, my next start Hmm, just a knockout dead, no OZ My voice from the start, but you never know Why? Cause I get loaded after dark
Nightmare walking, psychopath talking. King of my jungle, just a gangster stalking. Living life like a firecracker, quick as my fuse. Been dead as a death, back the colors I choose. Red or blue, cuz of blood, it just don't matter. Sucker died for your life when my shotgun scatters. Color. The gangs of LA will never die. Just multiply colors. Color. You don't know me, fool. You disown me, cool. I don't need your assistance, social persistence. Any problem I got, I just put my fist in. My life is violent, but violent is life. Peace is a dream, reality is a night. My colors, my honor, my colors, my all. With my colors upon me, one soldier stand tall. Tell me, what have you left me? What have I got? Last night's cold love and my brother got shot. My homeboy got jacked, my mother's on crack. My sister can't work cause her arms show tracks. Madness, insanity, living profanity. Then some punk claiming they're understanding me. Give me a break, what world do you live in? Death is my set, guess my religion. Come. My pants are sagging, braided hair Suckers stare, but I don't care My game ain't knowledge, my game's fear I've no remorse, so squares beware But my true mission is just revenge You ain't my set, you ain't my friend Wear the wrong color, your life could end Homicide's my favorite binge, colors So I'll just walk like a giant, police defiant You'll say to stop, but I'll say that I can't My gang's my family, it's all that I have I'm a star on the walls, my autograph You don't like it, so you know where you can go Cause the streets on my stage, and terror's my show Psychoanalyze, try, diagnose me, why? It wasn't your brother to brutally die But it was mine, so let me define My territory, don't cross the line Don't try to act crazy, cause that shit don't faze me If you ran like a punk, it wouldn't amaze me Cause my color's death, though we all want want peace, but our war won't end till all wars see. Devastate 
the show, but I couldn't survive without my radio. This is a journey. journey into sound.
dance around. Poison Ivy, Poison Ivy. Late at night while you're sleeping, Poison Ivy comes a creeping around. Measles will make you bumpy, and mumps will make you lumpy, and chicken pox will make you jump and twitch.
my healthy rhymes, nobody's a healthier. New York, New Jersey, LA, and Philadelphia. City to city, at times to town, place to place, country to country, cause I get around. Even if you were in prison, you'd have heard me play, because the war to have me rock, and I'm on the PA. So when you get out, come and see my show, and if you start static back in your go, it's coming off is the title and the theme of the jam, and when the rhymes are finally finished, people say, God damn, cause I come off. This is a journey into sound. into sound, a journey which along the way will bring to you new color, new dimension, new value. When all is ready, I throw this switch. Pump up the volume, pump up the volume. Inside my hand, so I dig into my pocket, all my money spent. So I just deep up, still coming up with lint. So I start my mission, leave my residence, thinking how I could I get some dead presidents. I need money. I used to be a stick up kid, so I think of all the devious things I did. I used to roll up, roll up, roll up, I used to roll up, roll up. I used to roll up, this is a hole up Ain't nothing funny, stop smiling We still don't nothing move but the money But now I learn to earn cause I'm righteous I feel great, so maybe I might just search for a nine to five If I strive, then maybe I'll stay alive So I walk up the street, whistling this Feeling out of place, cause man do I miss A pen and a paper, a stereo, a taper Me and Eric being a nice big plate of fish Which is my favorite dish But without no money, it's still a wish Cause I don't like to dream about getting paid So I dig into the books of the rhymes that I made So now it's a test to see if I got pulled 
hit the studio, cause I'm paid for
took too long I got caught in the rush hour Fellas started to shower You with love and affection Now you won't look in my direction Oh, it's bad Come on, look in my direction. 